Hey, Royal Family. Welcome back to the Queen X Podcast, a podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash-free mindset. So today's episode is a very special episode, a very necessary episode. We're going to be talking about finances and credit. So I had the pleasure of sitting down and interviewing Bronta Washington, who is the owner of Prime Credit Solutions in Wichita, Kansas. So during this time where the Rona is every fucking where, people's finances and savings accounts are starting to dwindle. Nobody has any money, but the government hasn't issued and said anything about our credit scores not mattering. Credit is always going to matter in America. They haven't said anything about it not mattering. Therefore, how are we supposed to deal with that? How do we handle maneuvering around our credit scores whenever... We don't have any money. Is it supposed to be important? Do we pay more of one thing versus another thing? Do we say, screw it, not pay any of it and just put everything into a savings account? Bronta has all of the answers. Prime Credit Solutions is a credit repair company started by Bronta Washington. She got started in the credit repair business by having her own issues with credit. She was looking to buy a house and was about 20 points away from the guideline. So she was determined to get a house and get herself to that point. Once she reached her goal of a 640 credit score, she became addicted to raising her score to the highest. While using the many repair building tactics as books and advisors, she hit a high score of 720 in just six months. During that time, she was on top of the world, having access to any credit card and up to $25,000 limits. With her new look on life, she quickly became not as financially responsible and she had to make a change. So she has a total of six years experience with how to get your score and finances to the top and she wants to help others achieve their goals too. Prime Credit Solution is the number one credit repair company in the Kansas area. You won't be disappointed with her services. She doesn't care about your past. She only wants to help you build your future. So without further ado, here is my interview with Bronta Washington. Hi, Bronta. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for joining us on uh, the Queen X podcast. I really appreciate you for taking time out of uh, I. Oh, happy early birthday or late yeah. birthday, I should say. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I appreciate you taking the time out to share some knowledge with us when you're, uh, you know, kind of still in birthday celebration mode. How was your birthday? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Just stayed at home, but I had a good time with my family. So good. Yes. We are all pretty much just stuck at home doing the quarantine thing, trying to be responsible. Yeah. So we'll just go ahead and hop right into the interview. Speaking of responsibility, everybody's wanting to take care of their finances responsibly. And mm-hmm. um, seeing as how you have a credit repair business, and I know a lot of people are worried about what what this uh, coronavirus is going to do to our impending credit scores, I figured it, you would be a perfect person to help give us some advice. Yeah, sure. So um, last Friday, I looked it up, and there were 33.3 million people that have filed for unemployment. Um, because of the coronavirus, so I was wondering if you have, um, if you could tell us what we can expect our government and financial institutions um, to do. Are they going to be taking into consideration um, that we are literally in a financial crisis right now? Whenever it comes to reporting to uh, credit bureaus about our scores, 
Yeah, I think that's a good point to make. Um, I've been doing some research as well, and it's estimated that 47 million people will be without jobs or laid off by the summertime. So it's kind of getting worse out here. Um, but banks right now are very uh, lenient. They're willing to work with you. Um, they're waiving a lot of fees. Um, usually like a late payment will be on your report 30 days after you're late. So you still have time to call and communicate with the banks, let them know your situation, um, and they'll be able to sometimes remove that late payment for you if it's like this is your first time because of what's going on um, so that it doesn't impact your credit score that much. But overall, I think that if you manage your money correctly um, and you you know, have a cushion to lean on as far as your credit score, um, you'll be okay. If you don't have that cushion, it might impact you a little bit um, with a lot of late payments on your credit. Right. Um, so are there, have you seen anything about them mentioning um, lowering interest rates um, for credit card loans and personal loans or anything like that? So um, most credit card companies, what they're doing is increasing your credit limits so that you won't be utilizing as much um, debt to income ratio. And then also they're waiving late fees. So the interest rates will be lower um, if you're like applying for something new. The interest, you're probably going to get a good interest rate right now because of the um, how everything is working out right now. But because you get that low interest rate, you know, that's going to influence people to spend a lot more. And so, you know, they're in the month, they're in the business of making money. So they want you to have that low interest rate so that you can spend more. But right now, I think everybody needs to be focused on saving because you never know, you know, when you're going to lose that job or get sick or have to help a loved one or something like that. So, yeah, the interest rates will be lower, but I would just be kind of cautious of applying for new credit right now. Okay, so despite the lower interest rates, um, you would still suggest that even though they're giving us uh, a higher credit limit, don't just don't just get to spend it all willy nilly. Yeah, exactly. I would definitely, you know, use what you need. Like if you're short on something mortgage or, you know, car or something like that. Um, if you're short a little bit and you really need or you need groceries or something, yeah, go ahead and use it if you need it. But it's really important to stay under that 30%. I know now 30% is kind of asking a lot, but there are some future plans like the stimulus package and then also business loans and unemployment. They're giving like $600 extra on top of whatever you would, would be making. So there's a little bit of a little breathing room to come within the new new um, within a few uh, weeks. Okay, well that's good. Good information to know. Everybody, pay attention. Look out for that. Um, so, do you suggest that people continue making payments on their credit? Um, there's a, a tons of different kinds of credit that you know people have. You have your school loans, you got credit cards, mortgages, car loans, all kinds of different things. Do you suggest that people continue making those payments while they can or saving that money because we are in a crisis? Um, I would definitely continue making those payments. Um, you want to payment history is like 30% of your credit score all around. So you definitely want to continue making the payments if you can. I would suggest um, 
you pay your mortgage and car loans first. And then if you need to reach out to the student loan department or the credit card company um, to see if you can set up something moving forward, I would do that. The best thing to do with anything, if you're going to be late, um, is definitely early communication is the key. If you want to work with the company that you owe money to um, so that they'll be a little more lenient because a lot of different cards right now, credit cards and loan officers and everything, they're, you know, being lenient because of what's going on. So I would definitely um, pay what's important, like your house mortgage. And then if it's student loans, you can call and work something out usually with them. Okay, that's good. I think that I um, had read or I heard somewhere um, that like landlords are technically right now not allowed to evict people because of what's going on. And then for the school loans, they were maybe doing a um, some type of a stop or a pause deferring payments and it's not going to affect people's credit, which is awesome if they are mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that too. So, I mean, that's a, I mean, even though what's going on is really bad, I mean, it kind of, kind of work in your favor if maybe you're behind on stuff or, um, you know, you're just not able to make your payment because maybe you got laid off. Um, you definitely want to communicate with those creditors to make sure that you are going to be in good standing, you know, moving forward. Yeah. Okay. So I would want everybody that's listening to pay attention to what Bronta said whenever she said to, you know, take the initiative and move forward with contacting your credit companies. Everybody has different credit companies that, you know, we're dealing with. So just contact people ahead of time. Um, be proactive and don't just sit around and wait, (laughs) wait on Trump to tell you, you know, what's going on. Yes, yes. You definitely want to take the time to reach out to the credit card companies and the loan companies to see what kind of plans they have for relief, because many companies like um, American Express, Bank of America, they offer a debt relief program right now. And they're like waiving late fees. They're deferring your payments um, as far as student loans. Um, a lot of companies are taking it case by case. So if you call them, um, some of them have the option to actually see if you qualify online. But I would say just go ahead and, you know, call, wait, however long you got to wait and talk to an actual person so that you can get that set up for your account. So you know that you're covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you think that it's wise right now? I see a lot of people online talking about um, applying to get personal loans and applying for credit cards so that they can get extra financial assistance because they've been out of work for two weeks and it's not looking like they're going back to work at any point in time soon. And mm-hmm. unemployment checks are coming, um, but they're taking so long. So do you think that that's a good idea for people to do or are you telling people to steer clear of that? Um, So the interest rates right now are going to be dropping due to the virus and the crisis that's going on right now. But I would definitely take um, take the money out if you need it, Um, like if you really need it, like if you're really in a bond and a pinch and you can't make ends meet, um, you got laid off or something like that. And you don't like you don't foresee the the unemployment coming in or the stimulus check is not enough, something like that, then definitely go ahead and take it. But I would um, basically, I would suggest you do a balance transfer. So if you have multiple credit cards, go ahead and transfer that balance to another card 
so that you will be able to free up that money in case you do need to uh, use it. And then also the government has started a loan program called PPE, and it helps small business owners pay their rent, pay their employees. Um, if they had to let people go, that type of thing, that would cover that. So I would definitely take advantage of that loan, and that's offered through the government. Um, I believe signups are going to be happening Friday, I believe, and then it's until June. But there, those loans are going to go like super fast, so I would definitely get on it. Okay, that's awesome. I'm really happy to hear that the government is doing their due diligence to try and keep um, our economy as stable as possible and putting money into people's pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you mentioned the stimulus checks a little bit earlier. Um, so how do you feel about those? Do you think that that's going to be enough money to keep American citizens afloat for the next 30 days? Um what do you mm-hmm. think is going to happen with that? Well, I think that the check, um, usually, I mean, the average uh, individuals are getting 1200 If you're married, you're getting, I think it was $2,400, um, and then $500 per child. So I think this check will get people through till April. Um, I was doing some research, and I found that, you know, basically family, the average American family, um bill is nine hundred dollars a month but that's not even including rent or mortgage so technically you could be spending fifteen hundred a month on bills and mortgage and then i mean if the stimulus checks twelve hundred you're barely making it you're barely making it that's like a month worth of help so what I would suggest you do is when you do get your stimulus check I would suggest that you save as much as you can um, for the long run, because you never know what's going to happen. Um, but then also, when you get your stimulus check, I mean, we're going to end up paying the, that money back with our taxes in the long run. Um, mm-hmm. Next year, when we file taxes, you know, we'll be we'll be paying something on it. So um, it it kind of comes with the price. But at the same time, since we're going through, everybody's going through this. I would definitely say invest your check into savings and also into um, fixing your credit because now is the time if you're not in a position where you can have a cushion of credit to rely on um, then right now you're kind of just stuck so I would suggest fixing your credit to where you can get a better credit score so when it's time to apply again the economy gets back to where it needs to be you can apply for those cars or loans house loans or whatever you need to get at a good interest rate. Thank you. I'm glad that you said that. I'm really happy that you brought that up because I feel like a lot of people are in um, a state of panic right now. And mm-hmm. so they're not really understanding the importance of like, it is very important for you to not just have tangible things that you can hold on to right now, but to build your credit. Because like you said, when the economy loosens up and we are you know, getting back to normal, people are going to need to rely more heavily on their credit scores because um, money, cash money is non-existent at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, if you didn't already have a good credit score before this happened, I mean, like you're, I mean, most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, sadly. So it's like, 
if you had that 800, 700 credit score, you could easily go into a bank. Anybody would approve you for, you know, a loan if you needed to get it or whatever to make ends meet for a while. And you, you just be paying on that monthly till things get back to normal. But if you have, you know, four or 500 credit score, it's going to be a little difficult to try to get that right now, especially at this time, because we're in a crisis. Banks are not going to be wanting to give, you know, money out as freely as they maybe would have in the past. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely good information to have. So um, let's go ahead. Let's tell our audience a little bit more about you specifically and your company. Um, What is the name of your company? How long have you been doing it? What inspired you to get into repairing credit? Okay. So my company is called Prime Credit Solutions. Um, This is a business that I put together um, about a year and a half ago. Um, I basically have been there and done that, meaning I had bad credit at one point. I had great credit at one point, and then I've had bad credit again. So it's kind of like a slope or whatever. Um, you kind of learn and live through things as you, you know, get older and mature with your finances. Um, so I just kind of went through a program where I was able to get help on my credit, and I was able to, like, I had access to things I've never even heard of, you know, and the amount of money that I was able to uh, get and be approved for was just unbelievable. And it's only because I took the time to manage my credit and put things in perspective and do things right and listen to an advisor, you know, to let me know what what, what the steps I needed to take to get to that level. So I just wanted to kind of give back and help, you know, our community. Um, you know, not a lot of people take their credit seriously until they're trying to buy a house or trying to buy a car. And you can save so much money if you have a 750 plus credit score versus trying to get a car when you're at, you know, five or six something. Um, if you just kind of wait it out, get those things off of your credit that you need to get, then you'll be in a better position. So I just kind of wanted to give back and help other people um, with their finances and their credit. I basically do credit repair. So I help the client um, repair their credit, see what's on their credit uh, report, and then we go from there. Right now we have a special going on for $79 uh, enrollment fee which includes your credit report. And then we go over it line by line with you and then let you know, you know, if we can help you or not. And then we'll move forward. After that, it's $99 a month. And we, um, and basically you're paying for us to repair your credit. So we're disputing on behalf of the customer. So I will dispute the items on your credit report for you. And then anything you receive in the mail, you would mail to me and let me, so I can know what the bureaus have said about, you know, the disputes I've sent and then we'll move from there. So basically the traffic moves every 30 days because I won't, hear it back from the company the bureaus until about 30 days so it is a time sensitive type of um you know business it will take time usually our customers stay 
in the program for at least four to six months before you start actually seeing results. So it's nothing instant. It's not nothing that, you know, I can just flip my switch and (laughs) everything's off of your credit. It's going to take time. But Mm -hmm. um, that's what the benefit of the program is so that I can educate you. We can build out a plan on how you're going to get to the next level. If that's to buy a car, if that's to buy a house, that's to get you know furniture for your your new house um i can tell you the steps and stuff like that to take to be able to achieve that okay and um so from your experience um do you think that a lot of people um don't necessarily really dive into their credit or ask for help with their credit due to feeling some type of shame based around their finances and their credit score especially yes i do um you know, I'm based here in Wichita, Kansas. So I didn't expect a lot of Wichita people to um, sign up for credit repair company just because they, they, they're kind of like leery of it. You know, sometimes credit repair companies get a bad rap, but it just depends on who you work with and if they're reliable and trustworthy. So I definitely, um, you know, our company is very reliable. We have results. Uh, we post things on our Facebook and Instagram all the time. And if you have questions or anything like that, we have a website. You can message me, call me, anything like that. But, yeah, I do think that people kind of shy away from it because maybe the embarrassment or they not wanting people to be so-called in their business. But it's totally mm-hmm. transparent. You know, if you are a customer, it's only the business that we share is between me and you and nobody else and we take care of our clients and nobody's had an issue you know thus far so but I do think that you know the embarrassment of it is a factor but we want you to know here at Prime Credit Solutions we don't care about that we're not naming you or putting shame on you or anything because based off your past we want to help you make your future Oh, okay. Bronte, say that. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I love the fact that you were so transparent and honest about the fact that, you know, I've had good credit, ruined my credit and bounced back and had to rebuild it. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people are looking for is someone who's going to be compassionate and understanding of, hey, I haven't always had all my shit together my whole entire life, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying right now. I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the up and down slope. I mean, I even, you know, like, I never had that amount of money in my life, and it technically wasn't cash money, but it was credit that I could potentially use, so I was like, oh, in my brain, I'm like, I'm rich, but no, like <laughs> you're not rich. You have to pay that back at some point. So yeah, that's where I, I had to learn the hard way. And now I'm like, okay, I've had exposure to that amount of money before. I've got it out of my system. Now I'm going to do the right thing and make sure that I build financial wealth for me and my family. You know, our families, our family, especially our people need to be putting their children on their credit cards and their and their loans and stuff as authorized users because you build that that generational wealth when my child is 18 when he moves out and wants to get his own car and place and stuff like that he has already 
10, 15 years of credit because I put him on as authorized user. Does he get access to that card? No. But if I've made good choices in my credit history, it reflects on his. So he's he's going to be set. You know, most people's issue when they graduate high school or go to college or whatever is that they have no credit. That's why you add your child on as authorized user so that they'll already be established when they get to that age where they need to use credit. So being an, um, adding your child as an authorized user is another way and making good financial decisions with them as an authorized user is another way of establishing generational wealth. Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. Because people when they get... here first, that's something that I never even knew. I never even yeah. knew that having an authorized user was an option or something that, you know, could be done. Oh, yes. Like I had like back in the day, I had my mom add me on as authorized user because I never knew about it either. But people have been doing this for years and years and years. And our people are just now knowing about this type of stuff. But yeah, if you have good payment history and, you know, you're setting the standard for your family and child, add them on as authorized user. You'll get that extra card in the mail. Cut it up. They have they they don't even have to know that they're added on as authorized users. As long as you continue to make those financial choices that are good, that'll build their credit up. So that when they get ready to go get that first car, they're like, "Oh, well, no, you don't have you don't have anything on your report." No, I see you got 10, 15 years of credit history on your report. You, what what car? Wow. <laughs> pick any car you want you know like that's what you need to do wow so you are literally setting your setting your kids up for like I said generational wealth but just not mm-hmm. having to to um because that was a huge thing for me when I first graduated high school was I had all these credit card companies that were offering me all these cards with you know all these high limits and, mm-hmm. and I had no idea how to how to budget how to save for the cards, how to spend um, appropriately. And so it was, it was a whirlwind. Yes. Yeah. And you definitely, you know, you got to talk to your kids about that, especially in this day and time where, you know, this stuff, type of stuff is not being taught in school. It wasn't taught to me in school. I kind of just kind of looked at my mom being self-employed and, you know, being a boss of everything, I just kind of was like, well, I want to be like that. But I never knew the steps to actually get there. So if she would have right. added me on long ago, if she would have known this, then, you know, I would have been able to leverage from that. So, yeah, that's definitely one of the key points to building generational wealth. So it's information like this that makes it definitely worth worth your while and worth an investment in yourself to get with Bronta, sit, have a sit down with her, consultation, chat with her because she's educating us here on the Kleenex podcast. I can only imagine what people are learning after months and months of working on their credit and building with her. So thank you, Bronta, for all the information you gave us today. I really appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Um, I just want to let everyone know that my website is um, www.primecreditsolutions.com. My email is info at primecreditsolutions.com. And then on Facebook and Instagram, we are at Prime Credit Solutions. Um, Our phone number is 316-789-6881.
if you need a consultation or just have questions or anything like that, you can always DM me on my social media handling and I will get back to you. Awesome. You guys hit her up. And when you do hit Bronta up, let her know that you heard her on the Kleenex podcast and you are interested in fixing your credits. I'm so proud of you guys. Um, Bronta, you have a fantastic rest of your day. And like I said, happy belated birthday. Keep celebrating with your family. And I will see you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. Huge, huge, huge thank you and much peace and gratitude to Bronta for doing this episode, especially taking the time out um, on her birthday, birthday weekend, celebrating. She still thought enough about the Queen X tribe to be able to come and spread this wonderful information to kind of help ease our tension in our minds whenever it came to our financial situations. We have much, much, much more financial information um, and financial tools that are going to be coming to you for the rest of the month. So, um, so definitely stay tuned on the Queen X podcast. If you enjoy what it is that you hear on the Queen X podcast, stop right now and leave us a review either on Apple podcast, Google podcast, anchor, leave me some little cheers and some joys at the points you know I, I don't know if anybody knows this but on the anchor app you can actually leave a round of applause when you're listening um, if you hear something that you like there's a little button that gives a round of applause so that lets me know that I'm giving information and providing information that you're actually enjoying so definitely do that if you want more of the Queen X podcast, then you need to become a Patreon member. If you want to show support and love in a financially fiscal way, uh, then become a Patreon member, $2 a month, $5 a month, or $15 a month. We have different tiers that get you different exclusive uh, content from us or shout outs on the podcast. Now we are in dire times right now so I will be uploading some Patreon content over there that is going to be totally free um, because I do still want people to not feel the pressure especially if you can't two dollars at a time like this is asking for a lot from a lot of people 30% of Americans as we learned are filing for unemployment so I'm not going to require two dollars a month because that's a couple packages of Raymond noodles I already know so um, but I definitely do want to have patreon members I love to see you guys over there um, checking out the bonus material because I work hard on editing those videos and I don't want to put all of them on YouTube because some of them are just too good for YouTube I'm not even gonna front so if you want to become a Patreon member, that is www.patreon.com slash queenxpod. And you can catch all of the bonus material over there. I got tons of vlogs of me and the Roz, vlogs from my vacations, vlogs from my birthday trip, my sister's birthday trip, um, just all kinds of stuff going up over there, including some blog posts. I'm going to be getting back to writing blog posts because I have all this free time since I'm on the truck with the Roz. Um, my brain just be going. I'm reading a lot um, because he's driving. He don't want to talk all the time. So I have nothing to do but read and write. And quite honestly, I'm enjoying it. I love it. 
Um, so yeah, that's it for the Queen X pod this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us and hanging out with me and Bronta. I really, really enjoyed this episode and I know that you will too. The biggest thing that you can do to support the Queen X pod is not donating money, although I ain't mad at it. But it's actually grabbing the link to this episode and sharing it with a friend, sharing it with somebody that you know that is um, wondering the same things. And maybe they just don't have the resources that are anybody in their life that's telling them how to go about dealing with their credit or their finances. This is a really good way for you to support and to help them by giving them the answers that Bronta provided to us today. So grab this link, share it with a friend, share it with your mama, share it with your babysitter, whatever the case is, help out a sister, help out a brother, and I'll holler at you guys next week. Peace.